Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Coming to you live from the snowiest mountaintop in the United States of America, I'm Slide Whistle. Coming to you live across the universe in a dry, dry desert, it's your boy, Immunization. Coming you... To you from deep, deep underneath the sweatiest swamp in the world of Gorbaglarb. It's me, Aaron, Fire Magic Sword and Aaron Horde Punching Bag. Let's start off with a little raid talk. Little raid talk. I'm hella impressed with the raid team. This I I didn't yes. think we were gonna get this far. I was like, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, going into this week, I thought it would be a free-for-all. I thought we might like cancel raid altogether, not like be able to make it to any prog bosses because we had several key players that were just not going to be there. Our raid lead was not there, which means that one of our main tanks was not there. A few key DPS were also not there. And people had to swap around to different characters and roles to fill in because of all of this. Um, so, yeah, the expectations were very low. <laughs> like, dirt low. Like, have you turned to me <laughs> and he was like, oh, which boss was it? We were on... It's the one before... It's the one that we, were, that we started the, the day on... You were like, how far are we going to get on this boss? Zaskarn. And I said, we're going to Zaskarn. We were on Zaskarn. And he said, how far are we going to get? And I said, we are going to wipe on Zaskarn all night. We're not going to kill it. Yeah, and we killed it in yeah, two. Because, because I didn't think that we would get it, period, because it's it's very early in the heroic adventure. And then, yeah, with Lin gone, it's like, well, one of our best healers, Ahoy, has to step up and tank. So now we have an, a less experienced tank and a lack of healer. So it's like, I remember texting like a, the group being like, can we just go home? Like, I don't, I don't want to sit here and do nothing for three hours. <laughs> yeah, but it was weird. Like night two, we walk in there and we, as Slide said, killed Zaskarn on like the second or third pull. I'm like, who the fuck are we? And then Magmarex after that is just like a joke, even on heroic. So it took us like maybe two pulls there as well. And then. Then we got decent prog in on the Echo of Neltharion. I'm like, who are we? And this is like our weird team. Like, I, I was... Okay, so yeah, I was actually on Immunization, my priest. Uh, I haven't raided on her with our guild probably in... <laughs> what would you say, guys? A few like, tiers here? Like, yeah, I was like say a, a few expansion? years. <laughs> I, I believe Sanctum of Domination was the last time she was in the regular rotation. Zotties. Zotties was? And then also, like, Rosh was in... Belgium? Where is that? Where he was? He was somewhere European and weird. Uh, he was in Germany. Oh, or oh. I don't know. He at least was charting a flight to Germany. Uh, he was very loudly, very breathily mentioning that last week. So, Donke Shane, I wish him luck. Um, to all our Belgian listeners, when I said European and weird, I said it in a lovingly good way. One of my best roommates was Belgian, so I know your culture better than you do. Thank you. <laughs> you, you know their culture better than they like the, than the listeners. <laughs> now we would never, never say that about Luxembourg, our number one audience listener base. We would never call you strange and or weird. But, but yeah, so Rosh, the one who's trying to get to, he he wasn't there. And as goofy as this man is, let me tell you, he he's figured out how to do rogue DPS. And I'm like, we need this man. Because, like, we, we're, like, at the part where, like, we just need, if we could do more damage, if we could just do like a little bit more damage, we would get past all these, like, health checkpoints so much quicker. So, 
fingers crossed that now when Lynn comes back and Rosh comes back, which is so funny to say. Well, I mean, <laughs> Rosh gave me a letter. He sent it to me in the snail mail the other day. He actually said that he found a beautiful Belgian bride and he doesn't know if he'll be able to come back. Well, you know where Rosh wasn't was the wedding and he was actually sorely missed. Little goofball was discussed a lot. I am okay. I'm so mad. So the big guild wedding was this weekend. Uh, ten guildies were supposed to be there plus Lynn, so there've been eleven. Uh, it's it's Saturday. It's like the day of the of the flight that we have to go. Why the fuck? Why the fuck did our cat decide to stop eating and to start fucking acting weird? So we had to sit in an emergency vet for so long. Yeah, so Friday, the day before the wedding, Miss Illyria decides to start vomiting violently everywhere and then just straight up refuse to eat, like, Friday night and Saturday morning. And we're like, this is so unlike her. She's, like, ravenous when it comes to food. So we had to, we, we, we took her to the ER to see what was wrong. And then, yeah, we had to miss our flight and cancel hotel rooms and stay in the ER vet with our cat to make sure she was okay. And I took off Monday and Tuesday for, like, recovery days for, like, getting back and just chilling. Bitch, she didn't get better until Tuesday. She waited the entire length of the vacation to be like, ah, now I feel good. So only Aaron got the gl- the glory of being at the Guild Wedding. Well, I'm well, so jealous. Well, Cubbybub was also there. Yes, I was joined with so many guildies, and I stunted on them. I used, <laughs> I used my superior goofs and gaffs, and I feel like I raised myself in the social hierarchy of Uno Mas. What would you do? Were you telling jokes? Well, I mean, I was just being my lovely charismatic self, which you can't really do when it's like the subject matter of discussion is, oh, let's run this Mythic Plus or like raiding. Am I right? So I'd like to say that, you know, there's certain people that I, like I said, I, I raised my, my social link with. They'll now, they can summon their level two persona because we're such good friends. I was going to say, you know, I noticed during Raid there was a little more banter between the wedding guildies than usual. I was like, oh, it really, there really, there really was a higher level of everyone who like met each other IRL. And yeah, maybe the fact that like, um, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn may not have been there during Raid this week, but maybe just like the boost to camaraderie from like most of the, the Raiders being like meeting up in person for the first time is like what really got us through this week. If it were like on paper, it should have been hard. <laughs> it, was, it was a team building weekend for you guys. It certainly was. Yes. And everyone said, wow, you really got drunk and danced to It's Raining Men. And I have a little secret to tell everyone. No, I just absolutely love It's Raining Men. <laughs> I have sweated. I say I have sweated every bit of alcohol off by that point. I just absolutely <laughs> love that 70s bop. Not to mention, you probably were sweating the police. And if you want to find yeah. out what the hell happened with that, check out our our, our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. We're right after this. We're going to be recording an episode. About what the what the fuck happened at this wedding for real behind the <laughs> scenes the gritty yes, details I, I I do not oft go like this is the one you gotta subs-, but this is this is a doozy of a story patreon.com slash do not relent no but like actually like it's not even a joke like this is a, there was a robbery in a hotel Aaron's involved in um he has to deal with this during the wedding it, it sounds horrible it sounded honestly like it could have re- easily ruined the wedding for you. Uh, honestly, I'm excited to get all the tea after this too. So, 
Okay, but how much World of Warcraft stuff was at this wedding? I, I, was you there know anything? What? No, you nothing? know what? It, it really wasn't. I, I'm also saying this as someone who had a wedding who had very minimal World of Warcraft stuff at it. But the only real tip-off was, so Bryn's husband had, he has a 3D printer. He 3D printed a number of things, including little, like, stack em up bricks that we used when we were bored. Or at least I did <laughs> at the, at the uh, Cubbybub. Caitlin, what is the name of the restaurant we attended? Eaton Park. An Eaton Park, which is a, an Appalachia special that I did not know about. But yes, I used my little fumbling bricks at the Eaton Park. But the other thing he had 3D printed were little badges that say Uno Mas and feature a phoenix because Uno Mas does not have a piece of iconography. So we just decided to use the... Uh... Well, it's a reference <laughs> to Phoenix Fusion, right? Yeah, the fact that, I mean, 99% of everyone in there was just Phoenix Fusion members. Which led to the joke of, I was like, what do you think it would have looked like if we were still shenanigans with a Z? Oh, <laughs> did anyone say anything? They, there actually was a spirited discussion of even the nicest people being like, yeah, that was that was rough. Myth, <laughs> Myth was like, thank goodness Slide pulled us out of that. Oh, he really said that? He did, yeah. Well, I took all the heat. I took all the fucking heat for shenanigans for, for for the name change for months. For months, all I heard was, "Well, if we don't do it, Slide's gonna bitch again about it." And I'm like, "It wasn't just me. It was everybody." Yeah, it's like he's the the, the one speaking on behalf of all of us, but no one wanted shenanigans <laughs> with us. And I think there was wow music, like sort of orchestral piano versions during cocktail hour. But because of previously discussed story, I did not catch a lot of cocktail hours. So, but I think that was really the representation. There weren't any, no one wore a Varian costume. There weren't any inflatable weapons, which was honestly a real shame. Damn, there wasn't like a fun like dresses in Alliance Knight and beat up a orc warrior little like. Well, booth. he he did actually get a, a neighborhood <laughs> youth to uh, a very pretty gentleman to show up as a whack a blood elf. And we just beat him up until he was black and blue. It was like that scene in Fight Club. We all just wanted to destroy something beautiful. It's my kind of event. Um, okay, I guess overall, what would you give this wedding a rating on the scale of all the weddings you've been to, including your own? Ah, uh, jeez. Um, B minus. That sounds harsh, but it was just, you know, nice, simple. The only unfortunate thing was the DJ, DJ Gary with two R's, was just not bringing it. And it was a really a shame because the invite was like, hey, if you have a song you like, put it down and we'll play it. And DJ Gary played nothing. It was nothing but three hours of peepaw meemaw music. And only at the very end when the dance floor was empty for like a solid 25 minutes did we get to come up and ask dj gary to play like contemporary hits we had to beg this man for kesha for 2010's kesha tiktok on the clock (laughs) (laughs) truly and then at the end he brought up piano man because it was his favorite and he went around singing it into a microphone crooning and i was like dj gary i'm sorry you're just not bringing the riz (laughs) just just please play more contemporary beats but food was good, ceremony was good, a little quiet, but it sounds like that wasn't on Lynn. 
just nice B minus. Better luck next time. Maybe I didn't try hard enough. Well, hopefully there's not a next time. But I did just want to like quickly throw it throw it out there that like recent Discord joiny Digital Dave, you can join our Discord by going to do not rot.com, said that he was going to leave a review and I just wanted to like make sure with him that like his post in the Discord was if that was the review, just give us a heads up and we'll read that like next week or if there's one being sent, we'll read that next week. Either way, we'll take a shot for the review eventually, but next week or so. Yeah, just just let us know if that's the form of one or not. I I love yeah, you guys join the Discord. Uh, go to do not relent.com, hop on in. We're, oh, we're really networking early today in the program, aren't we? I mean, I feel like we're always networking, but yes, we have two to three Patreon mentions, two to three Discord mentions. It's 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 where you gotta find all the extra juice. Speaking of you networking, only get so much juice. Mega Man Battle Network. Uh, no, speaking of networking. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man. There's, <laughs> there. Okay, they have found new assets. On Wildhead. <laughs> That's how they report all this shit. We have found new assets. Can you believe it? Like, yeah, I can fucking believe it. Traders, tenders, shop assets added on patch 10.1.5. We have data mined many shop assets of varying amounts in the latest patch. These show a bundle of traders, tenders, coins with a number value next to them. These assets look a lot like images you might find on the Battle.net shop. Is Blizzard allowing people to buy traders, tenders soon? The post ends with just images of them. I mean, yes, like, I can't deny that these images do, in fact, look like things that you would see in a game where it's like, would you like to buy some more, like, Overwatch coins or things like that? It does look like that. It looks um, just, it looks just like the Hearthstone stacks. Yeah, and, like, I feel like it would be the least surprising thing if they, like, made you able to buy tenders with actual U.S. dollars. I mean... I don't really see a problem with it. I won't yes. be doing it, but it it makes sense to me. It's just literally just cosmetic things anyways. Yes, I was going to say it's probably of all of Blizzard's predatory buy this thing practices, this one is definitely the most innocent because every single thing on the trading post does not matter. It is literally just for people who are like, hmm, I want all thing. And Blizzard's like, pay money for all thing. And it's like, good, yes. Yeah, I like, I think originally we said that, like, we were like, oh, it'll be bad to add it. But, like, after I've been, like, with the shop or with the Trader's Tender shop for, like, a couple of months, I'm like, I don't even want everything in the shop. There has, it is yet to happen. <laughs> exactly. It's yet to happen to when I'm like, I can't buy everything. Wham. I'm like, yeah, I just want two things and I'm out of here. Yeah, it is a dedicated decision to buy, like, the gnomish pale or the orc bone. It's just like, I don't really care. Like, this this thousand is fine by me. And who knows? Maybe the monkey's paw, a finger will curl, and they're like, every single month is going to be a slammer jammer home run now. You got to pay the money. But I guess that just means I get to buy two <laughs> yeah. really cool items every month. I mean, I will say this this current month is probably the closest it's been to where it's like, oh boy, how am I going to spend all these tendies? Um, but even then, it's just like a few things and like a few things that like are worth like the entire month's worth of tendies. So like there was not going to be a way I was going to be at them anyway. So I just froze one. Which is so great. I Because like the comments of all this of, of uh, under this post on the Wildhead are like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. Meanwhile, on every other Wildhead post where it's like, here are these months tenders. There's just... 
a bunch of people being like, I wish I could buy more tenders. I wish I can get more tenders. And it's like, okay, well, people, there's clearly a market for it. So I don't know what you want. It's like WoW Classic, how they're having a WoW token. Because they're like, you guys say you don't want WoW Gold. Yet you keep fucking paying Chinese farmers to buy gold. So we're going to just sell it. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's smart on their their point. Like, if they notice that people are willing to try to get banned for pay farmers for it, then, like, they might as well just <laughs> do that. I guess it's just the raw criminality. It's the pirate atmosphere, even though it's, like, an enormous enterprise that is not that much different than paying Papa Blizz for the money. It's just like, no one wants to be seen on main just legally paying for things. It's like, no, I need to go through back channels and get some farmers and, like, Nandong to do it for me. Yeah, yeah, just, this was at the lowest common, like, who cares, whatever. Like, as long as it doesn't diminish how much the ones you can earn for free are, the ones that I'm getting for free are enough, that's all I need. The only other thing that I feel like might be a good thing for them to consider in the future is, like, if they did a thing where you could grind out additional coins beyond that, but it just, like, it's, like, diminishing returns, so people could technically grind out more attendees, but it would just be exceedingly more difficult, because I feel like people would also spend more time doing other activities, you know, to get more tenders. Yeah. Like, I feel like it adds, like, the... the the system in general has added a new way to play the game, which I think has overall been good. So it's like if you just want to encourage them to keep doing the other tasks that you set forward, I feel like that would be good. Yeah, it's actually a really good idea. Just make them like, I don't know, kill a thousand raid bosses. And even if it's like old world raid bosses, who cares? Like, I don't know. It's just something like that where it's just like, yeah, you, you're putting in work. This will take you multiple hours. Here's a hundred tenders. <laughs> like, eat up, kids. Yeah, or even just... For them to just do all the additional ones, because you get your a thousand, your a thousand or five hundred or whatever it is from doing the tasks by only completing like a small amount of the ones that they have set out for you. Which which do you feel like is the most optimal strategy to kill one thousand raid bosses? Uh, do we go to raids that are very big and have a bunch of them, but you have to walk, or do you run like Obsidian Sanctum one thousand times? God, I'm sure it's probably that one. It's probably honestly, and and if. If you can find a small one with two, you've you've doubled the efficiency. Ooh, Gruul's Lair. Yep. Gruul, you just run Gruul's Lair over and 500 times. Just do it how people are playing Diablo and getting mad about it. <laughs> just, I run the same dungeon all the time and you nerf the XP in it. Okay? The only dungeon I have to run all the time is the one with the Barbarian King in it. Because he's mean. I love that guy. And we beat it on, on Caitlyn's file. But now I gotta beat it on my own. I beat him. Well, help me. Well, help me then. <laughs> There's a new World of Warcraft book coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. Of no I did. selling you crying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did see a single image and an announcement of that. But let me, as the audience liaison, say, tell me more about it, please. I mean, honestly, you're just pretty much slightly ahead of me. It's posted by my arch rival, Squishy. Hate you, Squishy, on Wellhead. So here, there's a blue post about this, and it says, Delve into the world of dragons from before the events of World of Warcraft Dragonflight TM. In this exciting prequel, a new light will shine on the story of the War of the Dragons and the impact it's had on the very future of the Dragonflights. And they, there's a blurb here. It's actually quite a big blurb, but it sounds like it's going to involve Dragon Queen Alexstrasza and her primal friend, don't know how that's worded, Viranoth, to preserve peace. 
both sides slip closer to violence as dragons are forced to choose a side or be swept up in the growing conflict. With battle lines and allegiances drawn, the war amongst dragonkind shakes the foundation of the world. Hmm. Okay, so it's basically the it's the OG primalist dragon fight, basically. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and I well, a post I saw somewhere said that like the ta- the estimated timeline of this would probably be like twenty thousand years ago or something like that. <gasps> oh, is this is it? Oh, the person writing the book is Courtney. Alameda. I've never heard this name in a while before. Is she a first timer? Uh, she's been playing. She started playing World of Warcraft in 2015 and has been a denizen of Azeroth ever since. She's also like a little new girl. Raynor, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Yeah, is she, is she is she just like us for real? For real? 2015. That's. That would be Warlords of Draenor, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's, that's I, when I we think, started. Yeah, yeah, it would be not only Warlords of Draenor, she is also a fellow joiner onto the camera patch. Courtney Alameda, we welcome you into the DN army with open hands. May we kiss at the Urel first kill site. When she's like, I killed somebody, <laughs> I killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> when she's in like a bunch like of rags the... in the cavern. Yes, yes. Yeah, like that that cavern in Tanan jungle. It's like, oh no, your third quest objective. I have split her head. Oh, what will I do? Purge them. I will kill the orcs. Perfect. <laughs> I will make their leader my manslave. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> no one's seen him yet, I'm pretty sure, but there is a Garrosh like light fell out there and he just she keeps him on a chain it's in the books this is crazy we're gonna be reading a book from a confirmed draenor darling like i can't i'm i'm pumped i really hope there's a controversy regarding that like all the heads are like of course she wouldn't know anything about the dragon lore she started in the camera patch (laughs) we'll come to her defense because neither do we and we're still okay at this game sometimes (laughs) Yeah, but they say, and they say, that War of the Skillborn, the book, will be out in October of 2023. All right, so it's going to get pushed back um, six months, so we're probably going to get it, what, May 2024, if the, all the past books trends hold still? Mm, yeah, it just, I guess it just depends on what they do with Wait Viranoth. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because if Viranoth is a main character in the book, if they're not ready to, I don't know, give her another face turn after she, like, turns your dragon dad into ice. Hold up. Then, yeah, they'll have to delay it. That's true. But, okay, so is this the first year of Dragonflight? It is, right? Yes, we have yet to. It was October so, of... 2022 at this year do we get a new expansion announcement or do we just get like the point three i I forget how blizzcon works it's been so long i almost want to say that they'll give us like news about whatever the next expansion will be is it too early for that that's what i'm trying to figure Mm, out i can't tell but like look at the date october 31st blizzcon is november 1 right or the second it is the third through fifth, I believe. Last time this happened, the book had like implications for like the next expansion. This is obviously a prequel, so there's a lot less of that going into it. But I'm like, hmm, interesting timing on all of this. I also just want to say that like um, when you said her name again, you said Virenolf, right? So this is so the icy like Winter Queen type looking primal one used to be friends with Alex Raza. Yes. Yeah, that's you're right. That is the ice. Yeah, I mean this is the bad one of the ice primalists. 
So I guess they must have been best buddies. And the picture is them fighting. Like, this is like, it's got to be her fighting Alex Straza. I got on the cover. And this is an exclusive I got from Courtney. Iridiacron was her boyfriend. Whoa. But, but, and this is, I mean, they don't reveal it until chapter 13. He stood her up at the big homecoming dance. It was Damn. terrible. And then, because he said that he did it on a dare. But unlike 10 Things I Hate About You and all those movies, he didn't turn around. He was just like, I did it on a dare. LOL. Get dunked on. And then poor Alexis Straws. She went home crying with cream pie on her head. Because also they pranked her. Well, you know, rumors rumors say, though, that Viranoth actually created the first snowball winter formal. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Yeah, it's we the band kids do it because we don't go to a lot of dances otherwise. <sighs> do we think that the reason this thing is dated as such? Are we going to finally get some lore about the truth about Nor's Dormu? So we're getting the point. So when is so point one point five ten point one five? That's due like soonish, right? It's kind of far. But we're not going to have all a Dragonflight. Like, point two, point three will be, like, later. So maybe we're going to get some, like, true Norse Dormic lore laid out on us. Okay, so thinking about it more, so what patch do you think will be on during BlizzCon? Will that be 10.2? 2.5 is what I'm going to guess. <sighs> well, so, so then I almost actually, feel like... Actually, at- I ne- because 1.5, their sighting is, like, August. So yeah. two or three months later, I guess that could just be two, period. Two, might, two will probably drop while we're at BlizzCon. It'll probably come out like around that same time. For, or, or that's too late from August. And so then if that is the case, then I almost feel like the announcement would be about... It wouldn't just be about 10.3, right? Because that would be coming out with within several months. I almost do yeah. feel like they will be talking about 11.0 at BlizzCon. No, they 100% will. I'm thinking like the, the, the timing just makes so much. And also, you're not going to have a, a, the, the first physical BlizzCon uh, in three to four years without having an expansion drop, I feel like. Also, you need, and at the brass tacks here, you need it. Overwatch 2, floundering. Diablo 4, it's already out. StarCraft, nothing going on. Heroes, nothing going on. Uh, they'll probably announce uh Oh, they'll talk about that new game. game. Yeah. yeah. Are we, are there, is there not going to be, there has to be StarCraft tournaments still happening at BlizzCon, right? Because I don't think they, like, got rid of them. They just, they can't put anything new into the Aaron, game. It's like... It's an old squeezed cow. <laughs> you can't get any milk anymore. I'm really, really hoping that they have the banners flying, Aaron, um, and and that the StarCraft II section will be there, just so you can see it. Because it feels, even when we were there, like in 2018 or 16, or whatever, we were there, like four years, it it feels so surreal seeing StarCraft II logos and then seeing huge banners with the winner's face on it of each year. It's so weird. It's a dead ass game. And, there was, and even back then, there were so fucking many of them. So many. It's like a high. It's like Michael Jordan's high school basketball gym. Like just pictures of his face all over. Also, before anyone gets on my case, yeah, I saw the Demon Hunter Diablo Nendroid coming out. I'm not buying that one. They Good Smile did not get my note when I bought Sylvanas. More Warcraft ones, please. I don't have an affiliation with any Diablo characters like that. So stop DMing me, Ronald. I'm like, what do you say fuck me for? You bought the Sylvanas one? I did. I did buy the Sylvanas Why? one. Well, because I wanted to show them that 
Warcraft characters matter, and I would like more of those, please. And they they went and they got the wrong idea. <laughs> so now they have Demon Hunter, which is my least favorite Diablo class. Ugh. Okay, what are you gonna do when a Hanzo one comes out? And they're like, people love the people with bows no, and crossbows. No, no. <laughs> well, well, they have ten thousand Overwatch ones, and I'm like, neat. I don't care about any of these guys, but neat. So I was like, clearly Good Smile is willing to go all in on Blizzard properties. Let's go Warcraft. And they were like, mm, how about Diablo? And I'm like, oh. Also, why wasn't it Deckard Kane? That man is a superstar. Uh, I, I don't care about Deckard Kane. If they gave me a Necromancer that looked like my guy, I'd buy it immediately. Give me a Grumba. Give me a Grumba. <laughs> Big Druid man. I don't think I've met Grumba. You have yet to meet Grumba, but we're going to change that now in this going to Grumba. Well, hello there, everyone. Growlina here, not this Grumba person, whoever that is. I've come to you today to chat with my friend Silvani. I couldn't help but wonder. That name sounds oddly suspicious. You wouldn't happen to be the former Dark Lady, would you? Ah, no. I just liked her name, and I wanted to make something similar. Oddly bold of you two. Like her name. She did commit a mass genocide, and plunged our world into its fourth major geopolitical conflict. Not a good look to be part of her fan club. Blizzard can fuck off with that. I've been playing since Warcraft 3, and she gets a pass from me. Well, you've heard it here, folks. Even Azeroth's most heinous villains can find redemption if they look cool enough and you just don't think about it too hard. Well, I've dilly-dallied enough here today. Let's sail on back to the show. Thanks, Growl. Now it's time, DN Army, for the important decision. You can only take one. Do we take Onarin Hawk with big beefy arms? Sand Snake with big beefy arms? This. Snail with big beefy arms? Or Duck with big beefy arms? 100%. Duck Hunt. I like Snail with arms. He was reading a map. He's smart and strong. We talked a little bit about Nora's Dormer before the break, before uh, Grumba and the Pumba, and there's some hot mm, rewards coming to us from the Mega Dungeon, which is called something of the inf Dawn of the Infinite in patch 10.1.5. Yeah, it is, it is funny how everyone was like, wow, super cool dungeon name. It's just 10.1.5 dungeon. Or probably when it's live, everyone be like, do you want to run Mega Dungeon? Poor Dawn of the Infinites. It doesn't get its name said. It'd be called Doi in chat. <coughs> oh, Doi. Do you want to go run Doi, Poindexter? <coughs> okay, so get this. The last boss of the Dawn of the Infinite Dungeon. Doi. <coughs> Doi. <Do> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it has a chance, much like the <laughs> much like the much discussed little blue disc that I got that I forgot the name of. <laughs> you guys the Tazavesh Gear, Gear Glider. Glider. Yes. Jesus. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, I don't use it anymore. 
Much like that has a chance to draw off the last boss, this, the reins of the Quantum Courser, has a chance to drop off of the last boss of Dawn of the Infinite. This, this is not what you think of when you think of a mount dropping from the last boss. The description says, Use, observe the Quantum Courser, causing it to take the form of a random mount. And then it says, in parentheses, from the past. <laughs> Wait, so what does this mean? What, what is this mean? It's description. It has a description on it. And it says, a being from beyond the boundaries of any single timeway. When observed, its form collapses into a single shape. So I believe it will be an item in your bag. And when you open it, suddenly reality shifts and this thing will permanently become some mount from the past. I would have to imagine an epic or super rare mount because like if you defeat the super dungeon, you open this thing and then it's a swift Palomino that you can get for like 500 gold. I would be like, this is terrible. It, you, you, you like loot it and it gives you like one of the starter zone like Pandaren turtles. <laughs> Green turtle, you did it. It's not even the one with armor on. Congratulations. Is that the first time we, as Reno Darlings and new Reno Darling, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot her name, author of the new Dragon Book, have realized that, like, we like we don't usually reference purple or, like, green or blue, right? Because, like, it doesn't matter. Like, the gear is gear, mm-hmm. right? But, Aaron, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. Because it is epic. It's purple. Mr. GM, famed Mr. GM from the Twitter, he said, Yo, bro, we just had the reins of a quantum course. So I would assume he doesn't sound like that. Mr. GM so sh- <laughs> tweeted and, and, and Hi, bro. And he said, Yo, bro, <laughs> we just had the reins of the quantum courser drop in Dawn of the Infinites from the last boss, doy. Once it was used, the player received Midnight's Eternal Reigns from Legion Karazan. So there you go. So a, a little bit of a little bit of sample. I'm assuming, Aaron, you're right. It will become probably a purple mount. I'm, I'm assuming all the epics are like similarly as rare, invincible. Uh, anybody ever, ever heard of that one before? No. Never heard of a... Nope. But that'd be pretty cool. I know that's that's a big shtick that they're trying to do in general. A couple of the bosses drop similarly like magic moat. Behold it in your hand and it becomes a weapon. It's like you... It's less like, oh, you get specifically like Slicer's Dawn, the knife that always drops off this guy. But it's like it could be a purple level, an epic level item. From anywhere. I, I think this is a fantastic idea. And like this could be anything. Like and, and I'm assuming there's no there's no chance in hell that they don't have a system in place to detect your current mount collection and exclude a mount you don't have. But I would love, love to know what happens when one of those crazy asses that's like I have every single mount in the game. When they use this, what happens when they try to use it? <laughs> Something tells me that the Venn diagram of people that are crazy mount farmers that have every mount that's ever existed in the game and people who are, like, running current mythic uh, mega dungeons, it, it, it's probably smaller. Ooh, get wait, 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 get uh, first of all, that makes no sense. Think about this. If you had every mount in the game, wouldn't you have the Tazavesh gear glider? Yes or no? 
Yeah, but they probably ran it like this expansion as opposed to like when it was current. Yeah, so you're, you're getting it now. You're like, oh boy, easy to solo. Thanks, Telefar. People, I, you know what? I, I, I really hope, I want them to put the, uh, the auctioneer Brutosaur in here, make people lose their fucking minds and go hand over fist trying to farm this boss as they get their ass kicked <laughs> trying to get to the end. And they open it and it's like, Anixia, fuck. Yeah, no, I, I'm very curious to see how this thing shakes out. Like, if it, because, like, how bad would it be feel, like, if it, didn't filter out once you already had and then it just gave you invincible after you already had it it has to filter unless unless it is confirmed a guaranteed drop every time that dies which would be crazy i mean like what does it matter i guess if everybody has um, whatever they're already doing it with shop mounts already doing it with, with tcg mounts just make them all semi-available in some fashion i guess fuck it Speaking of mounts that you can get from the 10.1.5 Mega Dungeon, there are also various recolors of mounts that you will be purchasing with the special funny flakes that you will be getting from the yeah. dungeon. Yeah, so these flakes are called the Paracausal Flakes. Rolls off the tongue. Like, everyone is going to be calling them by their full name, right? At all times? Corn Flakes. At all times. Mm, I'm going to call them P-Flakes, I think. Flakes with a pH. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that one too. Um, but so it sounds to me like you get these flakes, P flakes, from these events called time rifts. Ah, are these the the Eons Fringe, the Eons Fringe events that the what? Slide Whistle Slide Whistle very famously said, this will be the one no one does. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is, I believe. They're like, I think you can grind these from like world events and then you can spend them on, as Aaron said, recolors of mounts from the past expansions of sorts. So um, the ones that you will be able to buy, there is a Felstorm Drake. It's like a stinky dragon. You have the Gold Toad Albatross, which is a bird looking thing. You have the Juggernaut Perfected, which is like a purple scorpion mech thing oh like the one from um uh from siege of, siege of Ogremar. Ogremar. yes though our most famous battle where we topple those nasty beasts yeah yes yes and then you have the ravenous black griffin just uh oh well so this is another bird that aaron will have to get like it's it's another griffin they used to call me that in high school <laughs> ravenous black griffin it's my nickname <laughs> Oh, well, it's that's interesting, interesting because you're you're none of those, but <laughs> so it's quite a story for how you became the Ravenous Black Griffin. The emo days were something crazy, let me tell you. <laughs> well, it's funny because you said that because this next one is was my nickname in high school, and that is uh, the Scourgebound Frostbrood Vanquisher. Yeah, I've called you that before. <laughs> get, get all Scourgebound <laughs> Frostbrood Vanquisher. CBFV, good old, old CBFV. Yeah, coming you know, down the halls, nickname. just drop kicking lockers, causing problems. Yes, but it is just a like uh, one of those like bony dead dragon things. It's purple. And, and we got and we got a lava dog. One of these things. Yeah, we got the sulfur hound. So uh, that's a, oh, that's a sick name. That was me after it was Taco Tuesday in the lunchroom. They would go, oh no, here comes Aaron, the sulfur hound. That's Aaron every day, as far as I know. <laughs> He's going to blow things up so we can't go 30 in this bathroom anymore. And then to round things off, we have the white war wolf. 
Yeah, no, that's not my nickname. That should not be anyone's nickname. If that's your nickname, <laughs> you should, you should, I'm calling the police. There is, there is someone playing the video game World of Warcraft who goes in their journal and calls themselves the White Warhound Oof. next to plans for some sort of event. Not good, my dude. You might want to rethink some things. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, these are some cool mounts, but like... Yeah, um, I am a little worried that, like, I'm not gonna want to be doing these world events too often, so hopefully, uh, they don't cost too much, and I can at least buy one <laughs> before I get bored of these of this event. Oh my god, speaking of events, uh, the Diablo event has just ended, which is crazy, because now a new Diablo event has started, so the old one, where you could kill treasure goblins, I, I honestly, I was like, this is still going on? Like, this is still happening? <laughs> Because <laughs> I, <just laughs> I, I would have assumed it ended when the game came out, which even the general release was like a week ago. I didn't get my town portal scroll. I didn't do it enough, and then I just like I got I got other things, and then I was like, oh, Diablo's out. I don't have time anymore to try to get the scroll. I don't care. I'm playing Diablo. <laughs> confirmed it was still happening as of yesterday. So yeah, it's still it's still happening which is weird to think about i got the scroll i i think i got everything besides uh the mount which was the rare thing right damn i didn't i didn't get shit you got nothing? i got the i got the flag i got the cape and hood on the first goblin i, I ever got, killed same thing one. same thing i got same thing you got and then every single one i ever killed after that was like 300 gold did you get a little guitar or did you already have no, the guitar? I, I got i got nothing and people would be like talk to me for pet and i was like please and every single time <gasps> some lightning fingers luciano out there would have would go and steal it from me you didn't like, get ball okay. i got ball i didn't get nothing he comes in a little soul stone i had to destroy two balls because like no one was around to that would want it i'm gonna destroy your balls <laughs> by kicking <laughs> you why didn't you give them to I, me i destroyed six balls and i traded three so i had a total of 10 balls dropped for me because i got one for myself and I destroyed six. I can't. I can't. It was ridiculous. Because that's all I fucking kept getting. And the words to the town portal what scroll. Is, what, is, what is this? The NBA? All these balls that were denied <laughs> me? I'm sitting on the bench, <laughs> waving my arms. Is that Antonio McDice? Could that be Ben and Sheed Wallace? Chauncey Billups? Who's that on the bench? Who's that on the bench? Could it be Darko? <laughs> It's the sulfur hound himself. I missed one. Aaron, put him in the game. Oh, who did I miss? Ugh. Well, I was I took that a completely different way. I was like, with all the ball busting that was going on, was that Eric and the guy? Rip Hamilton. I got them all. Ball busting. He was the one that had the funny face mask, and I was like, take it off. <laughs> that way your face won't get hurt when people hit you. And then now I'm like, why was I so concerned with people punching each other in basketball? Did I not know? The mask was huge. Cody Rhodes wore that same mask like like a year or two later while he was wrestling. Nuts. Um. Okay, but fuck fuck all this random talk. Okay, so a Boker Daddy preheat. Um, uh, I think it's the bad preheat uh, in the preheat. Uh, there, fight. There's wait there there. I say yeah. There's two of them. Yeah, there's and two of them. The air quotes good one is me. He's the fire yeah. mage. So you get the mm, stinker. Well, to be fair, to be fair, preheat also they're both fire mages. That doesn't help. But Preheat with two E's was, I believe, sued by Preheat with H-E-A-T. It was a whole thing. Anyway, I just saw him as Bad Daddy. So Bad Daddy was talking about Evoker stuff with Graham Burger. 
Sorry, this is a new name for me, everybody. Senior Game Designer 2, <laughs> Graham Berger. Have, wow. No, can't laugh at this man's name. No, no. Great guy. I think we great, can. Does, does great work. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the streamer Hamburger Andy, but this is just who I assume he spoke with. Some just just shape of a man. So sorry, Graham. Graham. I'm, I'm sure Graham's been hearing this all his life. I, I, I'm so, Graham, I'm so sorry. Anyway, so uh, Bad Daddy was talking to Graham about the new Evoker spec coming in 10.15, which is, that's fucking crazy because I want to play it, the Augmentation Evoker. And some questions were answered that have been at the forefront of my mind. Most importantly, uh, can we run multiple Augmentation Evokers in a group? Because I'm like, will this work? Because remember, the it's all about augmenting your allies, basically. Yeah, so what did, what did the burger say? Graham... Graham has something to say. He said, <clears throat> The current balance of personal damage versus buffing is still being iterated on, but the plan is having two augmentation evokers queued in the same dungeon should still be successful. His next line cracked me up. If you're doing a plus 20, then probably having multiple augmentation evokers won't be as successful. Similar to bringing the same as any spec in WoW. As I look at our last season, Pablo and me, two feral druids, myth on a boomkin druid, and ahoy on a guardian druid. <laughs> With all bunch of druids running around, not successful, no fucking hero. I mean, but we still time 20s, though. Sure fucking did. Yeah, spoken like a real Graham burger. A real... <laughs> A real fool who doesn't know what he's talking about, even though he makes the darn thing. Prehe asked why DPS? Graham says, wanted to make sure that they could fulfill the promise of buffing your allies and increasing their damage without disrupting the dynamic of dungeons and raids. I'm sorry, did you guys promise that? <laughs> when did you promise this? It says, as a damage dealer, we can go wild with the tuning and let players apply impactful buffs without just nodding to it. Oh, wow, admitting that they kind of just have their new spec go crazy wild, which, I mean, we all know, but it's weird to hear a dev say it, right? It is kind of weird, yeah. Um, They kind of talk about how, like, they're trying to make it approachable, which I can only imagine is going to be hard, right? Because, like, okay, so if you're somebody who doesn't even have an evoker right now, to play augmentation is asking you to... Play evoker and then also know what an evoker is and then be able to augment your allies. Let's I don't know. Like it, it is kind of like a huge ask for like a bard. Sorry, a Z DPS class. It says part of that is making it more survivable, but they'll still need allies to be successful. So dev evoker is it has a really bad rep of being incredibly uh weak. Like people can like be killed immediately mm -hmm. with it. A lot of that is players not either A, buying health potions, B, not using defenses properly, uh, or C, sometimes, yeah, things do, like, dots, dots hurt us fucking bad. So, th so they're going to make augmentation a fucking, like, big beefy boy is what I'm hearing in comparison? Um, they're going to be fat, fat evokers, like big swole boys. Big Graham Burger looking motherfuckers. Evokers? But I don't, I don't like that. I don't, these guys can already fly. They're going to already shoot lasers out of their mouth. I want lasers out of my mouth. And now you're saying that I can't just roll up on them and <laughs> kick the shit out of them like I used to? What's happening to this country? I really, I honestly, world PvP is going to be really different with them existing. Because you're going to have to be like, fuck, is that devastation or is that augmentation? 
Will this be a yeah, holy and- priest fight for an hour and a half before I run away into the shadows? <laughs> And I go and fight a guy, and all of a sudden, lizard Larry Luciano comes out from behind a tree, and he's like, you can do it. And it's like, oh, he's getting buffed. I didn't know you had a buffer over there. Secret buffer Luciano. Also, buffer sounds kind of like a slur. Buffer? Well, I also think it was the way that Aaron said it. He's like, do we got one of them buffers hiding over oh, behind that tree? Oh. Aaron's really good <laughs> at making common words sound like slurs. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Anything said with enough gumption could be could be a slur. Look at them clocks. Look at them fucking clocks over there. You think you just because you tell the time you can tell me what to do? How about you tick-tock your ass out of here? With all these clocks around here, it's about time we get a clock stopper up in here. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna spin you upside down and have the have my little dog pee on you. What do you think about that, Clock? Hey, speaking of peeing, you know what's funny? We never actually talked about what the new Diablo event in WoW was. <laughs> you know what I was? While, while you guys were talking about ZBT, DPS, I was going through my my Twitters here, and I saw a post about the event. I was like, oh, shit. We, we got we to walk we back never, the clock here. We never finished. Guys, listen. We really appreciate feedback here. Uh, so if you if you really hated that we just kind of let that hang in, let us know, and we'll we'll tighten our belts and pull our bootstraps. But uh, we're gonna go back to it now for everybody who's like, what the fuck are they gonna say? <laughs> I'd like to think DNR is a non-linear journey. You sort of you gotta bob and weave to it to understand everything. I honestly, that's probably the best way to do it. The new event is called uh, Sanctuary something Winds. I Wings think Winds of Sanctuary. Of Sanctuary. Yes. Okay, got it. It's one of those ones where they randomly give us like XP and rep boosts. I think it's like a, something crazy, like a fifty percent boost um, to all XP and all reps except Loam, I believe. Which is fair. I mean, that's usually how it goes for the newest one. So basically, this is the hey guys. I know you've had a lot of fun in Diablo. Why don't you come back to WoW for a little bit and uh, play some more WoW and boost your alts up? That's kind of what this feels like. And honestly. It might just work, because I have a lot of characters that are close to being leveled. I want my little nasty Void Elf Shadow Priest, the only viable class for a Void Elf, to be able to play content. I thought you were going to say the only viable spec for a priest, which is probably also what you think. Uh, well, humans are good priests, yeah. I hope it works on the snow bears, because those are the only folks that I'm not close friends with it yet. It should. Yay. But, yeah, so, like, your big, the you have to get those logs still, or necklaces still, I think? Yeah, whatever whatever it might be. I hope each one counts for more of a turn-in, so that I can speed that along. Because, I, I mean, the rep process is never super interesting, but that one isn't even, like, do dailies or do quests. It's literally just, like, kill the mean bear. Oh, the story, once you get past that and you get to the story, I love the little story they have going on there. It's so good. In addition to reps, though, like, I feel like it can't be, like, understated that, like, I think with that and then also with time walking being here right now, I feel like it's probably a really good week to level alts quickly. Yeah, you get that shit up. I mean, like, oh, my God. Is it Pandaria time walking? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. If you get lucky and get that little hammer rabbit one. Ooh, I mean, they have so many, like, Temple of the Jade Serpent, the Stormstout Brewery. Stuff that, if you do everything, takes, like, maybe seven minutes. But, like, Jade Temple, I'm pretty sure you get completion if you just go to the end. So, you don't even need to fight Book Guy. You can just fight Wise Mari into Dragon into Big Shaw of Mean. 
And that takes maybe six minutes. It's pretty fast. However, unfortunately, you also get things like Temple of Nizao, which takes 12 ever. That guy is very long. So you got to roll the bones. Don't be afraid to leave. Get that 30-minute leaving bonus. I don't know. Get a snack. It'll be worth it to run back-to-back Jade Temples. Run them, JTs. Now it's time to move on to our ending segment as I flex my muscles with the power of Blake's Hard Cider. What flavor are you drinking I'm there, I'm drinking bud? the Triple Jam. It's actually really fucking good. No, I, we're big fans. Mm-hmm. Love this shit. Uh, for our top two, bottom boot, medium moot, I'm going to kick off this week with a honking top two. Okay, so I often, so I have, okay, so you know how <laughs> when you work, when you go to work, right, sometimes your work is like, here, here's a work laptop, bring us home with you to do some work. I have a home laptop at work <laughs> where I just play video games uh, at 9, at 11, and at 2 <laughs> around my breaks. So I, so when <laughs> I was walking around Stormwind, they held us too long, I was too busy, I missed half my break. And I'm like, what can I do for 15 minutes? So I got in my love boat, as one does, and I sailed across the Stormwood Canals, hoping to find some poor soul that could be like, hey, hop in the boat. I saw nobody. Everyone's working or doing whatever. And then I see this random quest people, right? There's the little Draenei girl with the balloon who's like, oh, I love the Dark Moon Fair Balloon, which Aaron, you know very well, it's where you get your Greek wedding from. Yes, yes. Shout out to small drain eye child. She's my favorite. She's got a big yellow quest. And I'm always like, what do you want, little child? And she was like, you help, help me get my Greek wedding. And I said, bitch, I did that in 2016. And then I flick her in the head. I have two out of three. I did it twice. I'm like, why do I have two of these balloons? <laughs> so so then so then I see, I'm just walking around, right? I'm walking around the canals of Storm and just seeing what the fuck's up. Why, like, why the fuck not? As I approach the Storm and Park, this man literally catcalls me, basically, and says, This way, Drekthir. Do not think I did not notice you. Mm. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, mm, that's weird. But maybe it's one of those things where they just kind of, like, replace the name of, like, hello, blank, with, you know, insert your race here. Hello, gay. <laughs> Hi, gay. <laughs> And I was like, okay, let me, I was like, let me talk, let me talk to good old fucking, was it, was his name something goofy, like Otan Barkley or Otan Stinky? Otan Tenno. I'm like, what is this a reference to? So I talked to this man, and he's literally like, do not think I don't know who you are, Drekthir. Your progenitor, Deathwing, burned this park to the ground many years ago and i will not let your race forget that this happened and i'm sitting here like i'm sorry this is a quest this man just yelling racial things at me and thinks that i'm Deathwing's basically like baby and i'm like he's like distant like third cousin at this point i feel like <laughs> it's really fucked up that the quest text like the thing you were supposed to do was just wait and <laughs> accept the racial epithets it's it's tough to be a dragon in 2023. Don't cause a scene, bye. You just gotta bear it for now. He was literally like, come with me and I'll show you how our people need healing. And I'm like, I didn't, like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess I hit accept, so walk me through it, bud. And he basically walks you through Stormwind Park. And he's just like, look at our people. They're suffering. 
look at our knight captain Sunin, and I'm like, he's like, heal her, and I'm like, what? What do you mean heal? I just met you. This man's telling, demanding that I heal Stormwind citizens with my magic. And you're probably like, bitch, I'm in devastation spec right now. Also, have they been crispy since 2010? Has Night Captain Janine just been sitting there wounded during the park restoration? What does she need healing from? I she guess couldn't un- be good. unless she was a burn victim and the implication was like, look at that sick, nasty burn. Heal it. Well, her title is Veteran of the Fourth War, a title we all should be very familiar with because we all have that same title. Yeah, it's like we are also veterans of the Fourth War. Do you remember when that troll tried to hit her with a rock during the Fourth War? That's because of you! Because she was distracted thinking about that park that your dad blew up. Talk to her, and she's like, I had come to Lion's Rest to honor those I fought alongside in the Fourth War, which is BFA, remember? However, my scars are not as healed as I had thought. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Bitch, your scars are still hurting from BFA? We had all the Shadowlands. What, what happened in that time gap? Like, what were you doing? So apparently this Drakthir healing magic is the only thing that can heal her from her BFA wounds. And I'm like, okay, here's my dragon healing. Because, I, I mean, it's also my attack. So like, I, 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 I use it. I heal her and she's like, thank you. I am healed. And then this man who accosted me keeps walking. It's so bizarre. It's so fucking weird that in 2023, I'm walking in Stormwind and I just pick up a quest made specifically for a level 70 me, a level 70 evoker, which apparently it's available when they're like 60 still in Stormwind. But why would you be walking around the park as an evoker at 60? You're doing dungeons, right? Uh, Yeah, it's very, very weird that like the... (laughs) Because, like, when you were sending us these in the chat, I'm like, I'm like, Slide, why are you walking around in Stormwind looking for quests? And they're like, beyond just asking why you're doing that, why are there actually quests for you to find there? <laughs> the beauty of an MMO. So, like, I, I heal my captain. She's like, thank you, the warmth you kindled my heart. Otan says, humans weren't the only ones that feel the pain. The night of Sardarnassus, no, lost like no other. And I'm like, you are telling me. You're telling me, you motherfucker. Like, shut the fuck up. I know the pain they've gone through. Also, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah, I'm like, like what do I know? That was the horde in Sylvanus. It's like, Deathwing was literally dead when that happened. I was as- I was asleep. <laughs> Maybe they're like, hmm, well, he's helping burn victims. So, like, well, who's more of a burn victim than the Telderstill survivors? When specifically the Night Elves, too. Even though, you know, humans, Worgen, they were there, too. But... Worgen just get to deal with their pain. <laughs> yeah, I didn't heal any Worgen on this journey. It's interesting. So, this, so there's four night elves in this corner, and they've been there forever. Like I'm, They've always been there, but you can interact with them. And I'm always like, what are they doing here? Solista says, the burning of Teldrassil has left us with many scars. The night elf coughs profusely, only some of which may be healed. So you're on to something there. It's literally all the burn victims. <laughs> So, obviously, I heal them. And they're just like, thank you. (laughs) They're just like, thank you. And he keeps walking. And he walks me into an angry mob of white people. And that's not even a joke. I sent a screenshot (laughs) of all these people yelling at me. I I am looking. It is a group of, like, 14 people. But it's maybe three people in, like, the Wiggles-based outfits, just orange and black. And, yes, all white people. (laughs) 
literally as as i walk up the stairs with otan tenno they're saying we will never accept you i won't forget what deathwing did into the city not in my alliance and i'm like oh my god we're legitimately getting old-fashioned stormwind racism this is what the game has been missing we gotta be mean towards people they don't look like them <laughs> in game racism wow's always had in text racism in your little lower corner there but finally we have it in the game. And as this angry mob of white folk yelling at me, my girl, Cap Captain Sunine, veteran of the fourth war, just like me, for real, for real, says, enough. Bye healed me when no one else could. They are here to help. And immediately all of their slash S's go from get out of here to my back hurts. Heal me. I, I need, need healing. healing. Please help me. I need healing. And I'm like, what? what's wrong with all these people? Am I like mental health healing? Like, what's wrong? Like, are they diseased? Well, okay. So it went from like racist mob to like mob of those people that used to be on the TV shows that would uh, play for like the mega churches and people and like the one priest going up and like <laughs> bopping them in the head and then them like convulsing and being like, my back has been healed. <laughs> Bai as a big dragon just comes up with a tiny veil of water and just throws it on someone. Oh, and the lame are racing around Varian's grave. These legs are more youthful than they've ever been. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's, that's a very good point, Aaron. Varian's grave. Remember, Varian's buried at the park this whole time. This is beautiful try fixing him? Scottish woman who's just singing to me because it's the park music. And she's, oh, as they're like, not my alliance, my back, my back. So I heal them. They all walk off. No one says thank you. Night Captain Sinine says, the alliance I serve is proud to call you an ally, a friend. And they go back to this man who shouted down to me on the streets, Otan Tenno. And he says, Neltherion's legacy is not your own, it seems. I am glad to have been so mistaken. And I'm like, how do you know so much about Deathwing? And he says, it brings me great remorse to have been one of the doomsayers of Stormwind during the Cataclysm. I was so consumed by my ability to see the oncoming storm that I did not stop to realize I was a part of it. I cannot undo the damage what was done. My, however, my sins may be atonable still. Today, you have shown me hope. Okay, so... <laughs> Was this guy really just yelling shit at me? And then he was like, you know what? I used to be bad, too. Let's, we're, we're all good now. <laughs> you know, I used to be a real piece of shit. I used to be a real piece <laughs> of shit. Slick my hair back, eating sloppy steaks. <laughs> but I changed. Yeah, I mean, while you're, like, bad, too, you're like, I, I just woke up from a long nap. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't do <laughs> You're accosting me. I just saved you guys, like, in two separate occasions. What were you doing, Otano? That's my top two. It's just really amazing that on my lunch break, half my lunch break, I'm able to walk around Stormwind and find a current level quest for me that's built only for Drakthir. There are a lot of these, my Drakthir. Next week, I'll talk about the inn and the other quests that live atop with Alex Straza that none of the other regular normies know about. Uh, What about you, Aaron? Top two, bottom boot, medium boot. Well, I'm just going to go real quick here. Uh, unfortunately, I do have a bottom boot. Boot. And that is that I will be in 
Traverse City for a work function for the vast majority of next week. So, between now and next time you hear me, I will have only had like two days to play the World of Warcraft. It freaking stinks. It stinks. Should, uh, you know what you should do? You should get into the beta for Arclight Rumble and play it and let us know how that is. Can do. And then I will get an exclusive McFarlane toy from Arclight Rumble. Oh boy. That's a thing too. I'm sure I'll talk about that when those come out. But yeah, bottom boot. Ain't no time to play. Maybe I'll squeeze some crappy Overwatch 2 games on my Nintendo Switch. Oof. Because season five's out and Reddit literally shut down. So I don't need to worry about the Reddit army coming to get me Honestly, as I play it. Oh, you know what? It's been kind of nice. The Wild subreddit's closed. The wrestling subreddit's It's kind of kind of nice. It's a it's a degree of freedom that I haven't had in a while. But also, we're like trying to Google things that like why is our cat dying, and like several of the links were like Reddit discussions, and I'm like, oh well, I guess I can't read this. Yeah, that is. There, I, I, there were some tips I could have used. I was like, what's the best way to check a cat's like uh, feeding habits and pulse just to make sure? And it was like blocked. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. <laughs> But speaking of blocked immunization, you're blocked. I'm skipping you. Just kidding. Opposite world. Tell me your TT BBMM. Oh, shit. I was ready to get the fuck out of here. I was about to say I threw a lot at you right there. But yes, I am still here. I am unblocked and I have a top two. Toot, toot, toot. And it is the fact that I believe both my characters have had pretty good luck with loot this week. I think on my hunter, I got, I got like six eye level and this is like a combination of i guess the main portion of my top two this week is that the revival catalyst is open and a few times i had to like take pieces from the vault just like well it's a max level piece and eventually i will turn this into nice tier so i have like four sets on both of my characters and i actually think on my priest i have a five set just because like it worked out like that so like I, yeah, like I'm I'm making big strides on gear on both my characters, and that is uh nice to see. Making them long stresses, them long Lady Liberty legs of yours. That's what that's what they call them, you know. Triple L. Speaking of triple L, here's a double W. Our wonderful winners, aka our five dollar a month patrons, they include Command Sergeant Major Tajerla, Fourth Host of the Podcaster Monkey, Ahoy Vince, and Slink slash Drag Grace, Azarin, Digital Dave. Get back to us about the review. Mitch, who wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't Daddy; he's a literal child. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, new patron, new Jerome, woo, Sasha and Soup, Big Fat Ugly Bug Face Baby Eating Adorno says R. Gershom, Merritt's other drinking buddy. WTF, Merritt? Merritt. Wooly, Big Bear 13, Adam N, Ickus, Novadark, SSDB, same soup, different bowl. Vanderlyle, D. Gibson, generational talent, smart to base god. Slide whistle says. Fuck Craig. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's fallen father. See you this weekend, bitch. With that, we leave your presence in much disdain. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send them to do not at gmail.com or email me personally at navarrocoffin at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can I find you on the internet in this lovely Friday month? Padam padam. <laughs> padam padam. Um, you can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. 
You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. And come watch me play video games at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. I'll probably be playing something Saturday. Maybe some Diablo if people find that interesting. Time to get your grubba bubba bubba hubba on. Uh, I probably won't play Grubba because he's too far along. I'll probably play the, the someone on hardcore mode. A new child so people can experience Kilvashed for the first time. You never forget your first Kilvashed. You gotta play tier 3, baby. That's where the homies are. I will be playing hardcore at least. Let's go, baby. All right. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and if you need another inspirational message, here you go. Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. I'm leaving us at. I'm gonna leave it in. Leave it all in. I'm not gonna. No. No. One take, baby. <laughs>